First thing this morning, Rochelle says, uh, you want to stop and get some coffees? I said, nah, it's all right. We can just, uh, well, it's free. So why is it free? So I got a gift card. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then you had a chocolate bar in your purse. You said, you want a little bite of dark chocolate? I said, yeah, I guess. Where'd you get that? Well, it seems like everything you, you have on your purse in your vicinity <laughs> is from your brother. Yeah, I got a new coffee mug. That's right. People got... have been complimenting you. You have an actual coffee mug, but yes. it's got the lid like a thermos. It's got a cork bottom, so it doesn't get the the tabletop wet. It doesn't leave rings on the table. Very nice. Now, you see your brother a couple of times. Your brother's a I great do. guy. We've had dinner with he and his girlfriend. They're very nice yeah. people. I call them kids because they're, I don't know, six or seven years younger than, I guess, you. So probably yeah. 50 years younger than me. <laughs> but anyway, they're really nice. And you saw them uh, earlier this week, mm-hmm. and they came with gifts. A lot. A lot of gifts. Which to me is, uh, while it's really cool, I guess, very thoughtful, it's a little strange because when I see a friend of mine or even a family member I haven't seen in a little while, while it's nice to see them, embrace them, maybe you bring a bottle of wine, if there's food, there's dinner involved. I thought it was a little strange, although delightful, that, that he showered you with gifts showered me and the kids he came and he well had, the kids are different but well, you why so, are you know buying the kids a little right. gift is nice because you know right. it's his niece and nephew but i don't understand why he came with a big gift basket for you it's not yeah. like you just uh not like your anniversary right. it's not like you just had surgery so or something I, when we were when we were setting up a time to meet his his girlfriend who was just the biggest sweetheart ever yeah she was like what's the kids favorite candy i want to make them a little boo bag which is okay you're going to make them a boo bag with candy and and a little stuffed animal but you're an adult you well, don't get a boo bag exactly and that's what i thought so we met them and we're in the parking lot because we went we actually went to a cider mill and we were getting ready to get out of the car and she pulls out five gift bags five <laughs> gift bags one huge one and then four smaller bags and the kids each got two bags and then they handed me this huge bag and it was filled i mean just filled i had a bottle of tito's there was the mug there was candy there were socks there were things for the house there i mean i was i felt like i was opening gifts for 20 minutes yeah. I, I hadn't received a gift like that since i was a little kid and i, <laughs> I was, now how did you feel having nothing coming empty-handed awful. to see him i'm sure you awful. did as you should i well i didn't know i was like is this christmas what is going on is this christmas i honestly as an adult i have not received a gift that large as an ever i don't think ever i've received a gift that it contained so many different things other than maybe like our wedding shower when I was yeah. opening gifts for a while. I'm not kidding you. I was opening gifts for 15 minutes. Now you got to send him something in return, don't well, you think? Well, that's the thing. We went to the cider mill. Okay, so I you felt- offer to buy everybody cider and donuts and that's fine. Then you're good. I did. I did. I offered to buy everything. Let the me guess. Day. He wouldn't let you pay. He's one no, of those. No, he did. But then he, then he went and bought more because <laughs> like I bought donuts and then he went and bought two dozen more donuts. I was like, did you win the lotto? What is happening? <laughs> what if what? he did win the Why? lotto? What if your brother did win the lottery? (laughs) What if your brother is a secret millionaire? I don't know. It was just crazy. And then after we were done and we said our goodbyes, there's a Christmas thing with Christmas lights. And his girlfriend's like, well, we're going to buy us all tickets for us to go. Let us know a good time. And I looked up the tickets. They're like 60 bucks a piece. I'm like, stop buying me gifts. What's happening? (laughs) You're freaking me out. This is like on Price is Right where there's one uh, lousy showcase showdown. And then the other one is 50 grand, a trip to Japan, a new car. <laughs> I like, think enough. I think I bought them copper mugs last year for Christmas. Like I really did a terrible job. I got to step it up this year. Get them some socks and say number one, brother. Right. Wow. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. One oh seven one. The Boss. Ninety nine seven FM. Anywhere in the free Boss app. One oh seven one. The Boss dot com. Good morning, America. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday, October the twentieth. 2022. It's starting to look like November's right around the corner, mm-hmm. isn't it? 11 days to Halloween. It's crazy. 
You like Halloween a lot. I love Halloween. I do. I don't have a costume prepared yet, but I will. I have come to like Halloween more than I like other holidays, more than I liked it uh, when I was younger. Why? I don't know. Usually you think of uh, Halloween being kind of a kid's holiday. Yeah. But I think I've come to like Halloween more as I've gotten older. I think it's more fun. I, and I just love the music. You know, people <laughs> talk fun. about how much yeah. they like Christmas music. There are yeah, stations. Yeah. That's all they do is play Christmas music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish there was an all... Well, there probably is somewhere, an all-Halloween station, because I just love the uh, the Monster Mash and Ghostbusters and yeah. Werewolves of London. There's some great spooky songs, you it's know? It's very fun. I like Halloween a lot. Although I don't like horror movies, so that's not for me. No, but, but horror movies are year-round. Like, Halloween movies are different. They're not, they don't always have to be scary to be Halloween-themed. I just think it's something that's fun. Yeah. You know, I, I especially know. like the cheesy ones, you know, where it's obviously a guy with a rubber mask. Oh, on. yeah. Speaking of so, which, uh, we're going to the Celebrity Hotline today. We're talking to Freddy Krueger himself. Robert <laughs> England is calling. In. That's scary. Can you believe this? Freddy Krueger <laughs> so is on the show. That's true. <laughs> Maybe even scarier today, Thursday. So time for tipsy or toddler. Right. Now, last week I said it on Friday. Uh-huh. Today is tipsy or toddler, right? Today is tipsy or toddler. All right. We've lined up yes. some phone callers again. I am told they've got some great stories. Did it happen when they were a little kid or when they were drunk? Mm-hmm. We'll do that once again. We got he said. She said. At 750. Hashtag mom. Gosh. 729.20. We'll check the bulletin board. The fast five. The birthdays. We'll have another chance at cash. Mm-hmm. 100 bucks to fill up on us. Boss, cash for gas. We'll do that right <laughs> after 7. More tickets to see Jim Gaffigan live in concert. These are great seats, too, at the Basie. January 6th, so a power-packed radio broadcast today, for the love of God. And then after we wrap up, the fun continues because we are pre-taping an interview. Ooh. Allegedly. <laughs> with Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. We'll Child actor goes. turned... Big time actor turned husband to Rebecca Romaine, mm-hmm. wife stealer of John Stamos. He did. Stole her away. <laughs> he apparently has friends that are big fans of our show and called him as he uh, was scheduled to appear and then canceled. Yeah. He claims he knew nothing about it. Reach out to me personally mm-hmm. to apologize. Gave you his personal number. That's and then we're crazy. supposed to, uh, we're pre recording this. He wanted to pre record it, right. both because he's out in the West Coast and because he didn't want anything to go awry right. tomorrow. It's supposed to air tomorrow. So, Well, he must have heard what we talked about before that. <laughs> I feel like the more I hype this, the more chance there is that he's going to cancel again or it's going to turn out to be some sort of a hoax. I'm excited, but I'm nervous to talk to him because I feel bad. I'm like, I don't, I was, I was just kind of joking. I don't know. I, I mean, part of me is worried we're going to call this number, get on the line. It's going to be like, <laughs> it's been turned Vince, you know, blast <laughs> from, <laughs> from the past. Amazing. Amazing. Did we ever hear from intern Vince? What's no, the last I heard he's doing stand-up comedy, which is hilarious <laughs> to me because just to see him. Not the comedy, just the fact just, he's doing yeah, it. Just yeah. Just to see, I, is he even old enough to get into a bar? Well, like, probably can he, not. Can he be in there? I don't know. Well, maybe have to check in with so him. So we'll see if day. this really happens. Jerry O'Connell. On the uh, big broadcast for tomorrow. What's the uh, what's the first scary movie you ever saw? Hocus Pocus. But that's not a scary movie. Oh, you mean? Oh, actually, the first scary scary movie I ever saw was Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. And I was at the original a, one. The original, and I was at a sleepover at my friend's house, and we were upstairs, and she had like one of those. Um, what, what's that called? A bungalow when the upstairs is just all one one area. Yeah, I guess. So yeah. we were up there and there were like five of us girls and I remember it was raining. You mean like a loft? Scary. It was like a loft, but I think it's called like a bungalow. A when bungalow. You, upstairs right. is just, it's just an open area. It's like one big bedroom. I swear to God, I don't think I've ever heard anybody use bungalow in everyday conversation. Really? Yeah, <laughs> well, I, mean, I know what it is, but I just... It's just, a type of house. It's fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so we were up there and I want to say it was maybe seven or eight. We were young. Right. And the movie was playing and her dad got up on the roof and started knocking on the window while we were <laughs> watching this movie. Oh, that's I'll tre- never forget that. That's tremendous. I didn't remember it until now, but now I'll never forget it again. It was that's tremendous. Scary. It was very scary. What's the first Christmas movie you ever saw? 
probably a Christmas story. Oh, I, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You're supposed to be, uh, well, there is. There's a new one coming mm-hmm. out next month. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. It might be Amazon. Okay. Uh, and it's got Peter Billingsley, who played little Ralphie. Right. And this is about him and his son and how he goes back to the old house. Because remember, they made a sequel. They made like a knockoff sequel. Yeah, it was not the original people in it. No. It was weird. It, it was had weird. the guy from The Wonder Years and from mm-hmm. Home Alone, Daniel Stern. Yeah. The other guy that put a spider on his face. Yeah. And so I don't know what that was about. But they've yeah. got, uh, yep, the original cast, the ones that are alive. Right. Coming back. Yeah, my family loved that movie. And when it was always, they used to have, I remember TBS and they do 24 hour loops. They still of do it. that, I think. Do they still do? I yeah. don't have cable, so I don't know. But, <laughs> but I remember watching it every single year. It's probably the first one that I can, maybe I saw a Charlie Brown Christmas that maybe that was one of my first ones with the, the little Christmas tree. But we should post yeah. the pictures we took when we went and visited the house that they used for the exterior. Yeah. Because now the inside of it, it's like the Brady Bunch house. Uh-huh. They, the inside now looks like the outside. Yeah. Or rather, the outside that was in the movie, the inside now looks like right. it looked in the movie. And we did a broadcast out there because we did a week of shows from Cleveland. And that's one of the tourist attractions there as you go visit the Christmas story. That's the whole street yeah. is made to look like the street in the movie. If you remember, you know, that street in the 1940s, they got the right. old cars park there and of course they got a gift shop and all of that and i think it works for halloween and christmas if we post it because the guy who runs and oh, owns yeah. it is a wiccan and he will tell you <laughs> no no he's, he's a warlock well he's a he's but he studies like he's like a wiccan that's what he called himself yeah he's a witch well he's a male witch he's so a he's, witch. A, he's a warlock <laughs> he just came out nonchalant i'm talking about the soap that ralphie puts in his mouth and he's like yeah i'm a wiccan i'm like what <laughs> what, what now <laughs> you're a what? and you did you were like that too i was i was like <laughs> We gotta what? go. It's time get, to go. We gotta start backing out the doorway. <laughs> it's like you casually used the term bungalow in a sentence. This guy's telling us he's a warlock. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? We're you in work the at the Christmas, Christmas story house. house? The hell is going on? I think he like runs it. I'm a <laughs> oh wicked. Oh my what? god. <laughs> what does any of this have to do about anything, huh? I don't know. Hey, Freddy Krueger's here. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> you know, we have a podcast. Sort of. I mean, we have a You know, the best of the show every day is available on demand. Mm -hmm. So you can listen to it as you would a podcast. But it is not specifically a podcast. We've had people tell us this before that uh, we should have a separate show that is just a podcast. And I got to be honest with you, I'm still not convinced that this thing isn't a fad. I'm sure someone's going to. Yeah. I'm sure someone's going to have a tape of me saying that and I'll sound ridiculous. Like there's a famous clip of Katie Couric on the Today Show years and years ago where she goes, now what's this internet that people speak of? You know, so I don't mean to sound that way, Mm -hmm. but I'm just not convinced that this is a thing. I think it it might be a fad. It might be something that is uh, a little niche. I don't know. Everybody likes to talk. So I think it gives people a platform when they would not have already had one, even if they don't have any listeners. Because anybody can have a podcast, right? Because anybody can have a podcast. Well, I just think it's so funny, like, uh, it, when social media happened, everybody had to have a Facebook. Right. And now everybody's got to have a podcast, you mm-hmm. know? Everybody has a podcast. There are a lot of podcasts out there. I think there are very few that are, like, relevant listen yeah. <laughs> and listened to. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you have 10 daily listeners, that's that's a huge number for someone with a podcast. It really is. It's very specific yes. and all of that. Well, I bring all of this up because there's a news story this morning. Of course, people are uh, debating this. Uh, the former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has announced he's getting a podcast. Interesting. And this is, you see this happen with people that have some sort of a scandal or, or mm-hmm. one of the, something like that happen, where they slowly but surely try and rehabilitate themselves. And I've noticed this is something that they do where they'll start with a podcast. I think Al Franken did the same thing. Started with a podcast. I'll just slowly work my way back on here. Right. As people are debating, well, he shouldn't have a. So it's like you know, should Alec Baldwin? I think he does have a podcast. I think he does have one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Does Charlie Sheen have one? He probably does. (laughs) I can't even imagine what that sounds like. But I think it's one of those things that 
it's basically like owning your own company. You can control whatever content you have on there. So if you yeah. have something that you want to say, there's not going to be anyone who's going to tell you you can't say that or there's no publicist to say, don't do that. It's it's your own thing no matter no, who you are. That's why there's no listening, you know? Well, <laughs> it depends on the podcast. I think that with some, there are a lot of listeners, but I think... An everyday person who is not a famous name probably doesn't have a ton of listeners, at least to start. No, I understand that. But you take this guy. I mean, he's there's some interest <sighs> here because of the scandal. And then after the first episode, right. where people just see what it is. Even after the first 15 minutes, right. they're out. I and I think so that's why I think right. this is a fan. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going it to. I don't see the staying power here. I, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. If it's someone who's not necessarily entertaining, or I, I guess if you're someone who's famous enough to have a bunch of celebrity guests on, or to do something like that, that might be interesting to watch. But there are so many of them out there now that it's just you. You don't have to. You don't have to like one specific one. You can listen to a bunch of different ones to get what you want. So it's hard for anyone to like make a real impact in the podcasting world. But you have to be interested in the conversation. And then it's it's all pre-recorded, and sometimes pre-recorded a long time ago. If you go searching for mm-hmm. whatever you're interested in, I don't yeah. know uh, Stephen King novels or something. There's probably right. a podcast where they discuss that. Oh, for but sure. But it was recorded a while ago, so the information, unlike what we're doing, where this is happening in the moment, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I just don't understand that. But I just think uh, after the first couple of seconds of uh, Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> I don't know that anybody's going to care anymore. Yeah, also, can, can we just go back to calling it the Tappan Zee Bridge? No one wants to call it the Cuomo Bridge. <laughs> Does anybody call it that? So, like, you know, all respect to Robert Kennedy, but like, no one's calling the Triborough Bridge the Kennedy Bridge. It's just stupid. But yeah. <laughs> I will, however, call it the James Gandolfini Rest Area. Well, of course. What was it before? I don't even know. I forget. Does it matter? Yeah. Doesn't matter. I can't even remember now. It's only been like six months. Time for hashtag mom. It's every morning, 720 and 920. You can connect with us on those socials when you're downloading your podcast, I guess. And send in, a, use that hashtag and we'll share them right here on the radio every morning, 720, 920. Rick Everest said, sit down, you animals. My wife yells at the kids just before she posts a photo of them on Facebook captioned, my world. Is Rick Everest? Rick Everest. He sounds like a porn star. (laughs) You're always making fun of people's handles and names and stuff. Because I don't know where they come up with these things. Well, you'll like this one. At an apple hat said, (laughs) people will tell you that childbirth is the most painful thing you can experience. But watching my toddler try to pick up peas with a fork... Eh, I'm not so sure. Two things there. I think kidney stones are the most painful thing you can experience. You don't know. You've never had either. I've, but you've read women say that, yeah, it is worse than childbirth. And secondly, mm. I've never been called an apple hat. I have been called an ass hat. Yes. So I thought I would share that. <laughs> we got a text from 8865 that said, dudes watching other dudes to see who mows their lawn last before winter. This is the dad version of Survivor. <laughs> it has nothing to do with kids, but okay. Well, he's a dad, I guess. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. We might share yours right here, even if it makes no sense at all. (laughs) I think I said uh, yesterday, the day before, that I did something I hadn't done in a very long time, which was go to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. and I was shocked by the experience. Yeah. You did something you have not done since you were a young girl about four years ago. See what I did (laughs) there? That's right. That would be correct. Out of fear for my health and (laughs) well-being. You did something you said you hadn't done in more than 20 years. You went on a bike ride. Yeah. So how was that? Painful. How did it feel? It, it was felt painful. painful. It was painful. Now I've done the bike at the gym. Yeah. And it, so the seat situation I was I was aware of, and that was still painful. <laughs> it was. It's pain. Listen, if you're the not- The seat you, situation. If you haven't been on a bike in a long time, those seats are not made for a butt. No, like, I don't not. know who designed the seats <laughs> on a bike, but it's not for a human butt. It's just not. I don't understand. I don't know what this goes why to. Why is it shaped like that? 
that. Like your butt is not that small. I don't care who you are. But yeah, so I I was with the kids and I was staying at a friend's house and she had a bike and the kids were like, let's go on a bike ride. So I decided I'm also going to ride a bike. Usually a bike ride would involve them riding and me walking and yelling from the back that they're going too far. Sure. But I thought I'd join in and it was... You know what's so funny? This is just a little sidebar, but it's so funny the difference between me and you. I've taken uh, Grayson on a bike ride, just him and I. Yeah. And he he parents himself. Like, I'll be like, go ahead, bud, you're good. Yeah, and then yeah, he'll yeah. stop and go, this is as far as I can go. I'm like, no, you're fine. He's but, like, nope, this is it. It's because he knows what mom. He's, I, he was fine. There's he, no cars anywhere. <laughs> and he parents himself with you. He's like, he, you go three feet. There's like, stop. Well, that's, that's why he, he's been trained not to go <laughs> yeah. too far. So he was like, if he turned back around and you weren't right there, he knew he's gone too far. I, mean, I could see you if you're in my vision. I, I think you're fine. I get really nervous with the kid, with both the kids, even Lola, I know she's older, but people backing out of their driveway. So I'm sure. always really nervous to let him go too far a bike ride a walk whatever because people don't always look and so i don't like him to get too far and that's, so wait, give me the setting where are you you're on a sidewalk on a, on a sidewalk down at just a neighborhood street neighborhood street and he's on a bike lola's on a bike and then and you're I, on a bike i'm on a bike and i had not i actually had not gotten on a regular bike in at least 20 years now, is this a uh one of the old bikes with it was those like little, a huffy it was like the old school with the with the little switches there to change yeah, gears and all of that different gears and it was a little too tall for me so like i'm tipping toe on it because the seat was a little too high and I didn't know how to Wait lower Wait a minute, it. is this one of those deals where you have to bend over to get on the bike? No, no, it wasn't like a like a racer bike. It was just a regular bike, but because I'm so short, it just happened to be a little too tall for me. So I got on and I was very wobbly because <laughs> I could barely touch. And I, they say it's like riding a bike. That's the expression right. because when you get on... It's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were able to be upright, so yes, you got that part yes, going for you. Yes, but I was very wobbly for the majority of the ride. I was very nervous. I used to, I remember when I was a kid, I would ride no hands. I would just, it, I was fine. That was not the case now. You don't <laughs> but, realize just how hard you have to pump. Yeah, that's the other thing. And again, I've done the- Never the, mind, I, uphill. Yeah, I've done the exercise bike, but the feel, the burn that you get in your upper legs oh, yeah. <laughs> after doing it for a while and your knees, I mean, every time I was- Riding, it was like, and that's my knees <laughs> popping every time. This is not natural. This well, it's just not. At least natural. you don't have to wear those weird shoes. You got to snap in the like the Peloton, you know? Yeah, no clipping shoes. Though I would have actually liked them because there were a couple of times where my foot slipped, and then I kind of hit. The, it was it was a mess. Every once a mess. in a while, I get ambitious and go to the gym, and yeah. you try and get on that thing, saying, "Well, it's a mm-hmm. bike. I can do this, mm-hmm. right?" And that's the worst part is you get the you don't have the shoes. It's get this right. little thing that yeah. jams into your. It's like being stabbed in the foot <laughs> while you're trying to exercise. Like it's hard enough to exercise yeah. now. I'm being I'm being stabbed in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that my uh, folks, by the way, have uh, old bicycles that they asked if we wanted? Oh, really? And I thought about it because yeah. I think it would be good exercise. Yeah. But it probably, first of all, one of them is pink, which well, I assume I was my them. mother's bike. Yeah. And then he's got the um, the six speed that you're going to bend over. Oh, like the old school I can't one. imagine him, even as a young guy, on a bicycle like yeah, this. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I had a good time when I was done. I was glad I did it. My Apple Watch was like, good job. You did your first bike ride. You and so, I are not going to go bike riding. Well, We're going to go bike riding. I don't know. You're right. I think it would be good exercise, especially if we just have to run you know, to the liquor store or something. It's really close. <laughs> I'd be like Miss Gulch from The Wizard of Oz, <laughs> my little bicycle with the basket. Bottle of wine in there. Story, you know, it's funny. I talk a lot about my friend Frankie, my hoodlum friend, when I was a kid. I didn't realize what a big impact he had made on my life until I started telling you stories. Yeah, but I remember uh, he had an ATV. 
I wouldn't ride. He wanted me to ride behind him. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm not your bitch. I'm not going to ride behind you. Right. And he goes, well, then take a bicycle. And he's going, you know, like 15 miles an hour or whatever on the ATV. Yeah. You know, these woods behind his house. And I'm on a freaking bicycle trying to go through Trying to ride a bike in the woods? And he's like, yeah, come on. Slowpoke, let's move it here. <laughs> I'm on a bike, Frankie. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still mad about it 30 I years clearly. later. Clearly. Whatever it was. <laughs> Well, would you looky here, time again for Tipsy or Toddler. We have assembled a fleet of phone calls. We have about 15 of them ready to go. I think we'll only get to a few today, but we'll do our best. We we try to get everybody on every single week because these stories, and it's nice of you to share these stories because they're crazy stories, often embarrassing stories. Mm-hmm. They're not flattering in any way, really. No. Whether it happened to you as a kid or if you were drunk, they're not. Uh, these stories don't show you in the best possible light. It's not the best moment of your life. No. That's for sure. Tips your toddler. It's kind of a thirsty Thursday tradition. And we will attempt to figure out what's going on with each of these stories. So we'll start on line one. Hi there. I sneezed in a boy's face right before our first kiss. <laughs> Ew. Gross. <laughs> this is Chantel, by the way. Uh, I'm <laughs> gross. Uh, <laughs> you okay? Ew. Threw you off a little bit? Yeah, that's nasty. I, did you still get the kiss? Uh, no. I bet you, I'm going to say you did get the kiss and that you were uh, just a young person. You're I'm, not drunk. I'm going to say you were drunk and you didn't get the kiss. All right. I was a little kid. I yeah. was like in sixth grade and I was at the mall with a boy and my parents were waiting outside to pick me up and my boyfriend tried to give me a kiss, but he didn't realize that when I get nervous, I sneeze a lot oh. and I just right in his face. Oh, my. And I was so mortified. I just like, well, gotta go, bye. And I ran out, and we never got the first kiss. Oh. Well, that answers your question. Yeah. Sorry about that, Shinto. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know that uh, when I sneeze, it's just uh, in my throat. I don't understand really? these people that are blowing boogers everywhere, you know? <sighs> I, I sneeze. I sneeze a lot. And every time I sneeze, it's three sneezes. You have and wet sneezes, though? Yeah. I dry Sometimes, sneeze. No. Yeah, but you are you're you take nasal spray and stuff every day. It's probably why. I probably need some of that stuff. <laughs> I probably have no membranes left. <laughs> I got nothing I probably there. have no brain left, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is Tipsy or Toddler. Let's go talk to Jimmy. I threw up on the ET ride at Universal Studios. Oh, gross. I'm going to say he was drunk. I think yeah. there's a twist here. Yeah. I think you're doing a little day drinking on vacation and... Florida. I th- yeah, I think you're probably right. I was a drunk adult. Yep, yeah. yep. I smoked vodka in a trip with my brother's family, and nobody knew I was hammered until I came back around to the beginning of the ride with barf all over my shirt. <laughs> my little nephew was traumatized. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. In the late 90s, and I haven't vacationed with him since. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if that ride is still open, because I, I think it has since closed. Did you ever uh, go to Universal Studios? I did not. I've never been to Universal. So the E.T. ride, you, you were in a bicycle, mm-hmm. and they had you. I mean, it was you know not a real bicycle, but right. You know, the ride, you you're on a bike, and yeah, it was kind of like that scene in E.T. where the bike goes past the moon yeah. and all of that, so that must have been, yeah, he must have made a hell of a mess if he puked on that ride. gross. <laughs> but it probably happens all the time. But yeah, you, yeah, I, I think if someone has vertigo or something, they're going to be, yeah, absolutely. You imagine like a Pirates of the Caribbean in the water? Oh, Or in a small gross, world after all? Gross, Or it's the pirate ship and you're <laughs> at the top to the bottom of the boat? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> or Space Mountain, it's in the dark, you're like, oh, what was that? I guess no! It was wet. It must happen all the time. Oh, I hope not. That's so gross. This is what we do here is we bring you things that happen in the world, but you never stop to think that they happen in the world. And now you will never live another day the same way again. That's right. That's what Tipsy Your Toddler is all about. All right, here's Sandy and Rahway. I got suspended after I cut a big chunk out of this girl's hair. 
<laughs> well, you must have been a kid you know, at school. Be a, yeah, if you were suspended, yeah, and, unless maybe you're suspended from work, I don't know. Yeah, but why would you be cutting chunks? I mean, well, I, you could be drinking in high school. You could be uh, breaking the law. I right? guess. Yeah, I was a little kid. Yeah, I was in third grade. Okay, and before I got braces, and this girl told me that I had summer teeth. Some are here, some are there. <gasps> oh. When she wasn't paying attention, I walked up behind her, and with one smooth swoop, I chopped a huge chunk of her hair off the top of her head. Well, good for you. home and couldn't come back for two days. No, wow. It was worth it. It was worth it. That little son of a gun deserved that, yeah. don't you think? Yep. <laughs> that is not a nice comment. I'd be the worst teacher because I'd just be encouraging kids. I'm like, he just hit you. Hit him back. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> you would be terrible. He can't say that, but you, you should be. <laughs> Let's go back to line three. I kicked a guy in the <laughs> for touching my chicken. Your chicken? What does that mean? Kicked a guy in the nuts for, for touching, touching his chicken? chicken. You mean like a nuggy, like a chicken nuggy? I don't know. You're re- I don't know. I'm uh, going. I'm going toddler, and it was yeah. a chicken nugget. Yeah, I'm going little kid as well. I was a little kid. Yeah, I was at the store with my mom when I was a kid, and I had this stuffed chicken that I took everywhere. Oh, oh okay. Creepy guy who kept coming up to my mom to say hi, tried to tell me he liked my chicken, and touched it, and I kicked the <laughs> him right in the. Wow. Good. My mom was but the dude left us alone after that. Cheers. Oh. Cheers to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably uh, trying to hit on the guy, the kid's mom. Yeah, what, yeah he was defending there? his mama. I like it. Well, he, yeah, I think he was defending his chicken. Yeah, <laughs> See, be... also he touched his chicken, which is just a weird stuffed animal to have, but okay. All right, let's try... <laughs> Let's try one more. I fell on stage at graduation and accidentally pulled down a faculty member's pants. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Now, again, it sounds like it must be a little kid, but graduation, you could be college. Yeah. Uh, You could have uh, taken a year off. She could be 23, 25. So you could be a drunk uh, adult. I'm going toddler. It was probably preschool, kindergarten, graduation. No, I think this is like a college graduation. uh, Yeah, I think this is a drunk story. It's funny funny either way. So it was kindergarten graduation, and um, I reached out to get the diploma and I tripped and fell and I accidentally grabbed a faculty member's pants and it was like elastic so I like pulled her pants down wow. and it turned out that she like fully retired at the end of that year. <laughs> well, uh, she's coming to work in elastic pants. Yeah, you're, she's you're already at the end. She's already checked out. <laughs> you're at the end of your career there. <laughs> but man, that's something right out of a Steve Martin movie, isn't that's it? That's hilarious. Trips and falls and grabs pants on her way down to the ground. I love it. All right, well, that's enough of that. Tipsy or toddler. And the pants come right down. Yeah, that's something, though. She left. She was so traumatized, she took off. That was it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, time for me to retire. Bye. Oh, See ya. Got some breaking news here this morning. I don't know Uh-oh, how interesting what this is to most people, but I get fascinated by the uh, comings and goings over across the pond in Great Britain. The prime minister mm-hmm. there resigned moments ago. She lasted just seven weeks in office. Remember, she was sworn in like two days before mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth passed right. away. Yeah. And that's it. Seven weeks. That's She's out. You thought our politics were crazy. Out. Not even Not even two months and she quit. That's it. Under pressure from her cabinet. That's wild. That is crazy, huh? So what happens now? They've got no queenie. Have they've election. got so you gotta. Oh, they well, king is another... king is in there. King Charles. Oh, yeah, mean... King Charles is uh, can, again. He asks uh, someone to form a new government. So I guess they pick somebody yeah. within the because her party, the Conservative Party, still rules. So they pick somebody, or they can decide to have a general election. But then they could lose power. The party could lose power. I see. So that's how that works. So King Charles actually has something to do now. Yeah, he's going to have whoever they put in there, even if it's just for another seven weeks, he's going to uh, invite them over to the palace and then say, will you form a government in my day? What if they decline? Very <laughs> you know what? No, I'm not working for you, Charles. You can shove it. Not doing it.
No, I don't know. I just think that's so interesting after seven weeks. Seven can, weeks. There were people, Out. when we got here, people were like, I hope they only last seven weeks. Yeah. You know? just hope. I think people still hope that. I think people are still rooting <laughs> against us. So I know how you seven feel. Seven more weeks. Liz Truss, <laughs> British Prime Minister for seven weeks. you got to go back to the uh, 1840s, the last time someone quit so fast. That's amazing. Wow. Crazy. Wow. All right. Lizzie out. That's Good luck, it. Lizzie. Bye, Liz. Robert, are you there? I am. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I just got back from Spain. I'm a little jet lag, mm. uh, but I'm so happy to be doing this because I've been binging a compendium of horror, the Blumhouse Compendium of Horror, and I'm boy, I'm really proud to have narrated it. I hadn't seen any of the images, and it looks really good. It sure does. It's on uh, epics, and i got to be honest with you, I had to Google what compendium means, but it means a, a complete <laughs> look at horror, and the whole show is about the history of uh, horror movies going... Yeah, it's the whole history. It's a survey of horror movies from the silent films all the way up to yesterday. What's one of the scariest uh, movies that maybe we don't know from like the 20s or 30s? Do you have one that sticks out as you were narrating this where you said, man, that is scary? I, I have the memory, you know, of being of being frightened. As a child, I remember doing a sleepover at a friend's house and watching the unedited uh, Frankenstein on the Late Late Show. You yep. know, we stayed up in our sleeping bags and we had a one of those big tins of popcorn, of cold popcorn, and uh, watched it. You know, we turned it on late at night. We were supposed to be asleep. And I remember when, when Frankenstein puts Igor on the hook. That that freaked me out. You know? And I remember there was a, a sci-fi movie about giant ants called Them. I went to a Saturday matinee and I was probably seven years old, maybe eight years old, and saw this movie in black and white. And it was in that kind of documentary style, you know, kind of cinema verite style. I found out uh, when I when I rewatched Compendium of Horror that actually it was nominated for an Oscar for special effects that year. I think it lost to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, another favorite of mine, you know, the giant squid and everything. But... Uh, yeah, that was a that movie. Them, there's something about the immediacy of it, and the fact that it was black and white and kind of documentary newsreel style. Uh, that and that sound effect of the giant ants. You know, they've been, you know, they've gotten huge because they've been exposed to radioactivity. You know, that was the thing we were afraid of in, in the fifties. Uh oh, radioactivity. Right. Uh -oh. <laughs> what it did to that, you know, to Godzilla. Look <laughs> what it did to the ants. But that was a terrific little film. Uh, really tight and well acted and uh, I remember that just scaring me to death. Well this is a five part series and they sent us the screener and it's easy just to sit there and breeze through all five of them it's so interesting like I say I'm especially fascinated by some of the early movies like Nosferatu I think is another one the uh, you know by the Dracula before Bela Lugosi that's kind of an interesting one that's mentioned here and uh, and then right up through through today and of course uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street the movies that you've been involved with for all these years as well. Well they also do you know they do the transitions in horror you know, yep. from the classic villains that were taken from literature, Frankenstein, uh, Mary Shelley, and uh, 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 Dracula, Bram Stoker, yep. Phantom of the Opera, Gaston Leroux. These were all sourced from books. And then they became the classics. And then the mummy, you know, with all of the fascination in Egyptology and King Tut, and then the mummy, and then, and then the Wolfman, obviously. And then we moved into... 40s, which was the earliest zombies, and then the 50s, which was all atomic monsters, you know, uh, Godzilla and Mothra and giant ants and everything, and the, and the paranoia of the Cold War, and that turning sort of into body snatchers and the, the, the Cold War paranoia, and then you get into the 60s and you get Rosemary's Baby, yep. and, and your 
moving into that stuff and 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 Damien and 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 then the seventies. I just watched the seventies one, which is oh man, you know it's got Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And we move into all of the other stuff in the the '70s uh, segment. Just blew my mind because they 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 really did some thorough deep dives on the research of that one. I got to uh, share with you. We are doing a, a broadcast every Friday night at this big uh, haunted uh, house playground thing called the Halloween here in New Jersey. And I'm I'm amazed at how many people were dressed up as as Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger. Does it amaze you just how people love this character? Because he's not really a likable character necessarily. He is a villain. Does it amaze you how people just love Freddy so much after all these years? It's interesting. You know, the franchise was over 20 years. It was from 84 to 94, just about a movie every every year and a half or every two years. And then Freddy versus Jason in 2004. So we kind of spanned 20 years. And so I've got almost three generations of fans now. But I'll tell you, the new thing I've seen, even more than young men going through the hell of that makeup for Halloween, <laughs> is I see the sexy, the sexy Freddy girls, you know, the yeah. Freddyettes. Mm-hmm. And they wear the sweater like a mini skirt, and they belt it, and they, they wear high heels or big clunky Doc Martens, and sometimes they wear the Freddy glove. And they're kind of like these my sexy minions, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're getting more candy than the guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're right about that. Well, uh, anyway, this is a really, really fun documentary series. There's five of them on Epics. It's Blumhouse's Compendium of Horror. The man, the legend, Robert England. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, I think they, people should just run it for Halloween, you know. It's a continuous loop of Compendium <laughs> of Horror because it's really got some great images in it. It sure does. Happy Halloween. I'll tell you, that, uh, that runs a little chill up and down your spine. Have Freddy Krueger wish you a happy Halloween personally. So. <laughs> there you go. He kind of talks like Freddy Krueger. I figured he was doing a voice when he does a movie, but no, that's really how he, that's how he talks. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. What a franchise, though, that is. You know, I have not seen any of those movies in their entirety. I've seen little bits and pieces of all of them, but I've never sat through a whole one. I don't think I have either. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I don't you. think I have. That's not my. That's not my type of thing. No. So I wouldn't no. unless somebody, unless someone forced me to. <laughs> but I have seen you know bits and pieces of them, and I know I know what he does. I just Michelle is going to be out there tomorrow. But we've been out a number of times now at Halloween, which is this big uh, right. haunted event they get going in Homedale. And I was right. surprised just how many people dress up as Freddy Krueger, even little kids like this cute innocent little girl who dressed up like Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's a, stra- <laughs> a strange thing to me. Anyway, There's something wrong with that. I mean, I would probably do a princess or a fairy, and this mom's dressing her up like Freddy Krueger, but all right. Yeah. I guess it works. Yeah, a little odd. That's what she likes. That's what she's into. So. <laughs> There's no five-year-old girl in the Freddy Krueger. Uh, I don't know. Lo- Lola, who will be 12, but she's she's That's been into 12. like... No, but when she... Maybe seven, she started liking all this creepy stuff. I mean... But you know what's funny about her is she talks a big game and then, like, she still gives me grief because a couple of years ago when I was trying to be the cool stepdad, she goes, right, right, right. I'm not allowed to see it with the scary clown. I said, well, I'll put it on for you. And we watch a little bit of it and then she's up all night screaming with nightmares. And she's like, you are such a, she tells me now, you're such a terrible stepdad because you let me watch a scary movie. I'm like, you wanted to watch it. I did what you asked me to do. I was trying to be the cool dad. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So she talks a big game, but she gets very easily scared, you know. How old was she at the time? I don't know, nine, eight, maybe? No, she was seven. All right. Oh, All that's right. Seven. That's a good job out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's super dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's watch It. That's a great idea while I mom's great. out. I was probably more scared than she was, yeah, to tell you the that's, truth. That's, that is true. <laughs> I, kept, I kept the light in the bathroom on when I went to bed that night, let me tell you. Yeah, I bet you did. Jesus. We're on air. We're online. We're on the socials. 
You can stream the podcast, 1071theboss.com, or wherever you get yours. That's the deal there. How about we do this? Number Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know, be in the note, number five to number one. Before we start at number five and count down, I do want to mention we are still getting people uh, sending us uh, pictures of our logo ad on the uh, Jersey Transit oh, buses. Oh, yeah, yeah. So thank you very much. We had mm-hmm. someone who was up in Weehawken at the uh, Transit Depot there and said they were stuck for a long time trying to get to the tunnel and happy to see it there. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you. that. We uh, gave away the prizes we had, but it is still very nice to hear from you. So it we is. do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Wanted to let you know we do receive those. All right, number five. Actually, you know what? Let's start with a bonus story today. I'm all over the place. Okay. Right? Bonus story. I got to start because this is just so strange. In a new poll on names. We had the um, biggest baby names Mm a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. This is a poll on uh, names of adults in America and Canada. Men are more likely to have names that are easier to spell and pronounce versus (laughs) females. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay. When you think about it, there are very few names for women that are three letters. There's Uh, Bob, there's Jim, there's Gus. Pam, Kim. Pam, okay. Well, you just I can't, proved, think, I can't think of any others, though. Just proved most him. of what I was saying there, but yeah. <laughs> generally, statistically, the names are easier to spell, less letters, less interesting, and to pronounce. Women are more likely to like the middle name that they were given than men are. Isn't that fascinating? It is. I like my middle name more than my first name too. Would so you I, just go by your middle name? Now I can't. <laughs> well, if you could just have your druthers and start the uh, press the reset button, would you just no, go by your middle name instead? I don't know. Maybe uh, when I go to Starbucks or when I go somewhere where someone has to spell my name or if I have to use it on a form if I win something just because it's easier. Can I say what your middle name is? Do you of mind? Course. No, okay, so ahead. your middle name is Marie. It's very easy. Rochelle Marie kind of sounds like an R&B singer from the <laughs> 70s. Like you're on tour with Gloria Gaynor and yeah. you come out and do Eyes will survive together. I don't hate that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Girl, I will survive. <laughs> Rochelle Marie. I welcome your letters. I know. I know. See, I don't like when you say Rochelle Marie together because when I was a kid, oh, Rochelle Marie was together. There was it was bad. Like that was not good. So like, I, well, I just put a new spin on it. I know it was. You fun. sound like a disco it, singer. It was fun to hear that, but then when you said it, I don't know. It gave me like I got like goosebumps down my back. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. Well, you think you have goosebumps now? How about this? Number five. There's a woman, and we have the audio. I'll play it in a second. She's walking on the beach. This happened in Melbourne, Australia. And she found what apparently was a humpback whale penis detached from the humpback whale and up on the beach. No. Here's a new one. What is that? (laughs) It is massive. Like the size of my leg. Disgusting. Listen, I've had that exact reaction many, many times. And it oh, never yeah? gets old. Oh, yeah? Have you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the size of my leg. Disgusting. What is that? Why is it detached? What well, happened? I don't know. Is it? Was it really? We got a Lorena Bobbitt whale out there. Yeah, what is happening there? That poor guy. <laughs> poor whale. Or maybe he deserved it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's climate change. Gross. I don't know. Gross. Wow. Just walking along the beach trying to have a picnic. All of a sudden, you get a big whale. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Here's a new one. Yeah. There it- what is that? What is that? It is massive. Massive. It's like the size of my leg. Right. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Number four. This is a guy named David Rush. He's broken a Guinness World Record. You know, I love these things. Mm-hmm. Guinness World Record for the most lit candles in his mouth at one time. Any guess what the record is? <laughs> Why? You lit a candle in your mouth? All right, let me say I, this again. I, he has the record for the most lit uh, candles in his mouth at one time. Take a guess how many. I, I will tell you that if I... Well, go ahead. You tell me. I, my guess is it's they're probably birthday candles, so you could probably have quite a few. Ah, uh, 
60? Well, see, that's a good guess. I was thinking of the big, yeah, like the church candles, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was thinking maybe six or seven. This guy has 150 okay. for 30 seconds. That's crazy. Wow. The most lit candles held in the mouth. He uh, shattered the previous record of 105 candles in the mouth. I'm guessing this gentleman does not have a beard. Probably not. That would <laughs> or be does a, not anymore. That would be a real problem. <laughs> you know, there are some guys watching this video going, "Ooh, daddy, 150." <laughs> You always got to go there. You got to take it too far. Isn't you? Yeah, that is, right? What is that? What is that? <laughs> Number three, eBay has been uh, busy taking down listings for Jeffrey Dahmer-inspired Halloween costumes. Apparently, they're huge because oh, yeah. of that show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, glasses. Yeah. Button-down shirts. They have a company policy. They say they had to put out a press release about this. eBay does not sell items closely associated with violent felons in the past hundred years. So the good news is if you want to be... You know, Attila the Hunt or Jack the Ripper, yeah. you're just fine. You're fine. But if you want to be Charlie Manson or Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> the answer is no. How dare you? I don't understand why people are going. If you want that to be your Halloween costume, fine. That's terrifying. Yeah. But he was just a guy. So you could get the Dwight Schrute glasses from the office, the same ones, <laughs> and get a flannel shirt and you call yourself Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, why are you going to eBay? Why were there actually costumes like that? I guess to make money, but like. And clearly, you've thought this through. Well, I mean, I know what he looks like because of the, the show. So, yeah. like, why do you need to buy something? specifically that says Jeffrey Dahmer costume. You know what you do is you wear something that's just everyday clothing. Like I would wear a suit and tie Mm -hmm. to work, like a real nice pinstripe suit and tie to work with the vest and everything on Halloween. When I was younger, people would be like, oh, uh, you're a waiter. You're in the mafia. You're a businessman. (laughs) You know, they had no idea. And I was just wearing a suit. That's all it was. Wasn't a Halloween costume at all. I'm coming as fancy. (laughs) Okay. How many candles did he get in his mouth? <laughs> Number two, there's a house in Texas that is said to be haunted by ghosts who are very inappropriate. Why is this? <laughs> Apparently, the house was once a bordello. Oh. This is the owner of the home, Miss Linda Hill, talking about things she claims the ghosts have whispered in her ear. Oh, my God. Sexual. No other way to put it. What? She said, oh, baby, oh, baby, yeah. Yeah, I like it like that. It really is haunted. <laughs> she should rent that thing out for an Airbnb. I'm make telling a lot you what, of money. That's a good night, you know. There's a lonely people out there. <laughs> right. They're swiping left, swiping left. The ghost sounds pretty good, you know. Yeah. I'm wondering if the uh, this is the house is near the beach where they found the big whale penis, you know. <laughs> Speaking of swiping left, listen to this number one, Camilla Cabello. She's a pop singer. She's one of the new judges over there on The Voice on yeah. NBC. Yep. She said that harder than you might think for a pop starlet like herself to meet people. Mm. So she's been on dating apps. She tried one just for twenty. 24 hours, but decided to delete it after she was messaged by someone who seemed really sweet, but said he was also an inspiring singer and she was worried that he was just using her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I know nothing about the situation, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Camilla, the answer is yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Absolutely. Of course he was. And also it doesn't matter if you're a pop singer or not. The dating apps are tough. Like the things that people say to you, yeah. especially as a woman, like it's just tough. Like it's not. Don't do it. Just meet somebody at a bar or something. I mean, you'll be fine. I'm not sure that's a great idea either. I don't know, but it's got to be better than the people sending you dick pics after what you're like, hello, hello, dick pic. No. <laughs> right? What is that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> exactly. I don't know why I enjoy that so much. <laughs> 
It says a lot about me. Thursday, world-famous celebrity birthday filed, John Krasinski. He is 43 today. Mm -hmm. This really has nothing to do with anything, but we've just seen that new uh, Fletch movie. You know, Chevy Chase did it back in the day. Now Mm -hmm. it's John Hamm. And I like John Hamm. John Krasinski would have been better. He would have been better in the role, My man, Snoop Dogg, 51 today. Love him. He's Grandpa Snoop. There he is. William Zabka. As Johnny Lawrence from you, Cobra Kai and Karate him Kid. too, yeah. Yep. Vigo Mortensen, 64, although it says Big O on my sheet here. Big O Mortensen. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the V and the B are right next to each other. Huge. It's as big as my leg. There <laughs> it is. Gone but not forgotten, Mickey Mantle, Tom Petty, born on this date. You remember when he died? They weren't sure he died, yeah. and then he was alive. There was just like, uh, who was that other person died not that long ago? They, they're dead. They're not dead. It was a guy from Leave it to Beaver, I think. Oh, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they, they released it, and then they did it. Same with Anne Hayes, remember? Oh, yeah. And she just passed it. They weren't sure. They don't know. Like, stop. stop. Don't release that they're gone. I'm going to be honest you with know. you. I really don't care that you're dead. It's just none of my business, you know? <laughs> this is for the family. I don't need to know. Yeah. I'll find out eventually. Yeah. I'll find out eventually. <laughs> right. Today is National Chicken and Waffles Day. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Like Denzel. Okay, all right. All right, yeah. National Information Overload Day. Okay. And happy anniversary to the Monster Mash. It hit number one 60 years ago today for the first time. It has returned to the charts each and every year since 1962 when it first came out. It's your favorite song. It is one of my favorite songs, no doubt about it. If I had never got to hear Jingle Bell Rock or any of the crispy songs again, I'd be fine as long as I had my Monster Mash. I love the Monster Mash. That's funny. That's a great song. Yeah. Oh, it's a great song. So much fun. Sound effects and the voices. I love it. (laughs) There's even a movie with the guy that sings that song where he plays the uh, mad scientist. Bobby Boris Pickett was his name. Yeah, Boris, Bobby Boris Pickett. There's a movie about that? Yeah, it's called The Monster Mash. Oh. Candace Cameron from Full House is in it. Really? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Maybe 90, 92, somewhere around there. Okay. I like it. I'm going to have to hmm. look that one up. I mean, yeah, you know, really? You don't have to look it up, I'm sure. No. It's not, a, not a quality film, but... You know what, though? No. Those are the Halloween movies that I do like. We were talking about that before. I, those are fun. They're not scary. Yeah. It's just something that's kind of silly. So that's... I enjoy those I mean, It's not of kind things. of silly. It's real bad. Well, that's okay. That's it's all right. It's real bad. But you get, you know, the whole group of them dancing to the Monster Mask. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. worth it for that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I love that song. Love it. 60 years. Happy birthday to the... Happy anniversary to the Monster Mash. Yes. Although Bobby Boris, I think, has passed, has he not? Yeah, a couple of years yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a sad day. <laughs> it was a sad day for America. That's true. <laughs> One of our treasured performers. Yeah, oh, no, clearly. What do you say we do it? Take a look at the old CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. If you got something good going on, please let us know about it. We always like to uh, encourage you to send in your events so you don't miss anything. You know, we mm-hmm. can't get to it on the radio. We promise we'll post it on our boss website, 1071theboss.com. You can send it to us there. You can text it in, 732-774-4444. You can do it on Facebook. Just shoot us a little direct message or put it in the comments. We'll find it, and we'll do our best to get it right here on the CBB. If you're a business, an organization, a charity, a local group, mm-hmm. a school, you know, yeah. all those sort of things, we like to share them right here. We also like to let you know where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour. You can see all events at 1071theboss.com, as I mentioned. Uh, Michelle's doing tomorrow night. You're going to be out there at the Boss Roadies. She's feeling a little better. She's a little un- under yeah. the weather earlier this week. Or she had laryngitis. I know she might not have actually been sick. Right. She just, uh, she's done. Hey, honey, I can't come in. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, Michelle. Have some so tea. Okay. You'll be fine. She's fine. She'll be out with the Boss Roadies tomorrow night at Halloween at the Bell Works in Homedale, the big Halloween playground, starting at 5 o'clock with prizes for 1071 The Boss to win. I also want to let you know the Fall Craft Vendor event is happening. Point Pleasant Fire Department Station 75, Saturday 10 to 4. Shop handcrafted items from over 30 local vendors. And maybe you'll see some shirtless firemen, ladies. You maybe. just never know. You get lucky. Station75.org for all the details. <laughs> Did somebody say there's a fire? 
I don't know why I would say that. I don't know why you did that. Tom's River Halloween Parade <laughs> said it, and then I immediately regretted it. That's going on, of course, Tom's River at the shopping center, the corner of Washington Street. Halloween starting at 7 o'clock, so if you're looking for something to do fun on All Hallows Eve itself, after the kids do a little trick-or-treating, take them on over. It's a free family event, jerseyfamilyfun.com for the info on that, and parking info as well. And Malloween is happening in the Ocean County Mall Thursday, 4 to 7. Family-friendly activities, tables, lots of candy, fun, and prizes for the best costume, and a whole lot more. That's what you want to do is walk around Macy's dressed like a witch, you know? Yeah, why not? Ocean County Mall on Facebook or their website for more information. And there you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB. Right now, however, it's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. All right, let's take you back in time. Back in time in your mind to your youth. Mm. Think about being six years old again. <laughs> and then imagine what a six-year-old probably does better than an adult. Then let's say a 60-year-old. Okay. Six versus 60. <laughs> They say uh, wisdom sometimes comes from the mouths of babes. Yeah. Something a six-year-old probably is better at, is wiser about, than a Mm. 60-year-old would be. Maybe as you get older, you start overthinking things a little bit too much. You know, when you're six, you just, you're flying by the seat of your pants. You know, you got no filter. Yeah. I think using your imagination is a great one. Sure. Kids are great at just (laughs) making things up and having special friends that they're talking to. It's just no big deal. I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Because you ever been in line for a ride, you know, like at Six Flags or mm-hmm, something, if you've mm-hmm. ever had to wait at the uh, Cracker Barrel to sit, if you've ever uh, had a Saturday afternoon where the iPad dies and there's nothing on Netflix, mm, kids are not so great at using their imagination well, when they're you, six years old. You if know? you give them a toy, you give them a Barbie, something where they sure. can make up a story, Whereas adults, I think, just their mind starts to go to bills. Or they're just not. <laughs> that's not what they're focused on. It's not. No six-year-old wakes up the middle sure. of the night and starts thinking about the credit card bill. Huh? Right. We talked about this earlier. I went on a bike ride. Yeah. Grayson, who is six, much better at riding a bike than I am. Yeah. Much better. <laughs> well, he's more in practice than you are, well, too. Well, he was much better. How about getting up after falling? <laughs> like a six-year-old falls, they get right back up. My bones no longer work. My bones are not working I'm not anymore. I'm 60, but when I get, if I fall, yeah. it takes me a few minutes. Sure. It hurts. It's, and it hurts for days. Well, you're also a uh, just a bigger person when you're an right. adult versus a kid, so there's right. more gravity to fight. It hurts. Because you're just, uh, how about telling the truth? Just oh, being yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. I don't mean just, uh, you know, doing a fib or whatever, but just uh, kids will walk up and say, you have too much lipstick on. Yeah. They don't mean anything by no, it. No, they're, they're just, just honest with you. And maybe sometimes you need to hear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grayson has actually come up and said, man, you got a big belly. I'm like, I know. I got it. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. He likes but to I, do that to mine, too. He's but like, why think... is it so jiggly? <laughs> I said, you did that. That's right. You did it. That's right. <laughs> why is mine so jiggly? It's because of all the uh, all, all the beer. I mean, that's what it is. Well, beer no, mine is because he was in me, so I, I blame him. Well, fine. That's what I do. You did that, Grayson. You did it. It's uh, something he'll discuss with his therapist when he's 60, I'm sure. Why do you think you have this frustration in life? Well, when I was six years old, my mother used to say it was my fault she had some stretch marks. There's nothing I could do. It meant give me guilt for my whole life. All right, something a six-year-old is probably better at than a 60-year-old. Interesting thought, right? Don't overthink it, though. Yeah. Don't be like a six-year-old. Just say first thing comes to mind mm-hmm. and buzz me. 732-774-4444. 774-4444. It's the very same number to text. Boss Text Connect is that same number. Or you can get us on Facebook. There it is. Your He Said. She Said. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. South Jersey. Anywhere on your Boss app. 1071theboss.com. Let's go find caller number 10. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Robbie? Doing just fine. You're number 10. You got the fuel on us. You got the Boss Cash for Gas. 100 bucks. 
sweet baby. I can use that for my diesel prices. Oh, Ooh, my God. Yeah. What's your name? Chris from Marlboro. Chris, everything good with you today? So far, I'm at work already, and I enjoy the sunrise. All right, well, there, there you, you go. go. There you go. I was saying to Nick earlier that uh, you got to get up early to realize just how cold it gets overnight because it warms up okay in the afternoon, but it's cold when you get out there early, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a cold baby, so I'm loving this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you and I are not going to be friends, but that's okay. I got the $100 for you. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's go to the beer. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm a summer boy, man. I, I'm sad I can't wear my flip-flops to work anymore, you know? Ah, okay. I'll agree with that. All right. He said. <laughs> she said. Talking about six-year-olds versus 60-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Is there something a six-year-old, a child, just out of toddlerism, would do better than a 60-year-old? Someone who's, frankly, over the hill. Think about that. Gary said making friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's really a great answer. It is. Kids just seem to get along right away. They'll just go right up to each other and start a conversation. Right. Anywhere. Grayson is, sure. I mean, he's like overly friendly. Talks to everyone. I'm like, stop yeah. talking to them. On the other hand, if you get a 60-year-old that's like that, you think they get dementia or something. You're like, why is, right. why is, <laughs> why is he talking to me? Yeah, we're in the supermarket. I don't know. <laughs> People just wander up and go, hey, how are you? So I was watching the news. Yeah. Like, get the hell away from me, old man. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's so true. <laughs> But when you're six, you're just making friends. You, you know, know that this is so funny. I don't even think I told you when I went. I went out to the uh, cider mill with my brother yep. over the weekend, and I he was waiting for me. I was in the restroom, and he was holding this cup that he got me. And he had an older gentleman come up to him and start talking to him. Your about brother it. did. Yeah, and the gentleman was like just trying to be friendly and polite, and he's like, "How much did you pay for that cup? It's really nice." And my brother goes, "Why don't you go to the gift shop and find out yourself?" And he walked away. <laughs> I was like, he was just trying to be nice. Steve, he's like, "I don't talk to people." That's great. <laughs> what? I had a friend of mine, similar thing. We're uh, on the street somewhere, and a guy said, "Do you know where so and so is?" He's like, "You got a map?" He goes, "Yeah, on my phone." He goes, "Well, you better use it." <laughs> what do I look so like, Rand rude. McNally? It's just rude. Get out of here. Patricia said working a cell phone and a tablet. Yeah. Yeah. They are so good. The kids are just naturally good at this. They're constantly showing me new things. I've had this phone for four years. (laughs) Constantly showing me new things on there. We just figured out yesterday you can make the flashlight brighter on your phone. We had had no idea. no idea. I was just shown that. I'm like, okay, thanks. Yep. Perry said fitting in small spaces, spinning in circles, and metabolizing food. (laughs) Sometimes my flip-flops are in the summer or my boat shoes that get stuck underneath the table. I go, Grayson, get down there and get them. No problem for him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't get down there. That's way low to the ground. All right, super fan Kenny's on line three. I heard a a six-year-old once say to uh, his mother, uh, this dinner sucks. Give me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow, that's rude. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you saying? You're saying six-year-olds are better at saying what they want than an older person? Well, he didn't like the dinner. He wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what he wanted. Maybe a 60-year-old would say that, too. Or maybe he'd just shut up and eat it because he don't want his wife mad at him. I don't know. Yeah, look, hey, if you don't got nothing to say, if you don't want to eat it, don't say nothing at all. I'm not sure that's the expression, Kenny, but okay. okay. He never disappoints, super fan Kenny. <laughs> she said, six-year-old, does this better than a 60-year-old? A kid versus an older person. Think about that. Don't overthink it, just like a kid wouldn't overthink mm-hmm. it. 732-774-4444. You can also text a number. Get us on the Facebook machine at 1071 the Boss. As I said, the wisdom sometimes comes from the mouths of babes. You're a six-year-old. You're a 60-year-old. What are the differences? What's something a 6-year-old would probably do better than a 60-year-old? Sometimes adults just get in their own heads, get in their Mm -hmm. own way, you know? Something a 6-year-old does better than a 60-year-old. That's what Christina said. She said staying positive. Sure. They're always positive. Well, some kids are. Until they're not. I mean, some kids are. (laughs) 
<laughs> and now then was, the September um, Daydream. Was Lola always, um, you know, the way she is now? She's a little moody, let's be honest. Uh, no. So she no. used to just be a, all happy yeah, and joy all the time. she used to be much more bubbly before she hit, like, 11. So she's just going through the preteen sort <laughs> yeah, of stuff here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Grayson is just so happy. I know I've said this before. Like, it just amazes me that any human is capable of this level of happiness. Because you is. go back and look at pictures of me when I was three and four, I'm scowling and sad all the time. Yeah. I just, I, I don't get that. But I guess most kids, it's uh, it comes easy to them, right? Yeah, Grayson's just, Grayson was born with a smile on his face. I'm not even kidding. But like, do you think I, that's true of most kids? No. No, I don't know that they're all that happy. <laughs> but most kids seem to be pretty... <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, and they're, you know what, the thing with kids is they're really good at, at being, if they're upset, with in an instant, they sure. can be happy again. If you give them a, a sucker or a lollipop or something, you know, make them laugh, then they're completely over it. But they they go back and forth so quick. And then Rochelle, adults. who forgets nothing and holds grudges forever. Yeah. I was like that as a kid, too, though. <laughs> yeah, so. Yes, you were. It's not nice. Uh, I got a text from 7921 that said jumping rope. Okay. Probably all athletic I activity. Can't, well, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, there are some people who are really fit. I could never master the jump rope. I was terrible well, at Well, you're that. so tall. Could never master uh, skating. I was bad at roller skating. I've never uh, really ice skated, you know. That's was, hard, too. But <laughs> I would think jump, jump rope would be hard. You'd have to get, like, a custom-made rope. To get it. Seriously, because you're so tall. We're going to ta- need a bigger rope, boys. You're just too tall for the uh, ones yeah. that they had. Like, honestly, you're just too. Because, like, the ones I use, I have to wrap them around my hands because they're too long. You would need one that's, like, extra long. What are you jump roping at the gym? Yeah. All right. It's a great, I'd great kind of think, I think a jump roping is being more of a kid activity, but I guess they do do that oh, in cardio, right? It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I about the, remember the rope they'd have hanging in gym class when you were a kid? You, you have, have to, to climb, climb the rope. up it. I mean, what am I, in the military? <laughs> uh, who, who can Did you ever this? make it up that rope? Not even a little bit, no. no. I was the kind of kid, this is, I took golf lessons, you know, as, as a man, I mm-hmm. climbing a rope in gym class as a kid, mm-hmm. would have the instructor say, this is just not for you, I'm not <laughs> even going to force you to do it, just go sit down. <laughs> just, you're not even participating. Yeah. Fail. That yeah. was tough, that was. Why don't you get a cat, get a hobby, because this is not for you. David said, peeing. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hard to keep that stream strong, babe. <laughs> All right, let's leave it at that. What's a six-year-old do better than a 60-year-old? I feel you, though, buddy. I feel you. You can text us anytime, 732-774-4444, or on the old Facebook machine.